You are traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Tone Zone. Welcome to the Tone Zone. I'm your host, Anthony Mullen, and today we have another edition of our sports podcast within a podcast, the Tone Red Zone, and it's a very special episode. I have two guests with me. They're filling in for our normal host, but I'm really appreciative of you guys being here. Sutton, how are you doing? Pretty good. Yourself, A game? I'm doing good. Grant? Uh, I'm doing great. That's that's great. Uh, like always, we're going to talk about uh, college football and the NFL. We're going to... Um, talk about news going on in both. We're going to pick games. So let's start with uh, college football. There's been a lot of college football news this week, especially recently, but let's talk about the college football playoff rankings. There's been two really controversial things. Ohio State jumping up to number one, jumping Alabama and jumping LSU, and Penn State jumping over uh, defending champion Clemson. What do you guys feel about this? You know, although I am a fan of all Big Ten teams other than Michigan, of course, uh, I don't really think that Penn State earned that number four spot in the same way that Clemson did, just solely because Clemson is the defending national champion. They have yet to lose this year. They, um, It's not really their fault that they haven't played anyone yet. I mean, that, that yeah. will come. The ACC is the weakest con- conference in all of college football. It may be weaker than some non-Power 5 conferences. But, I'd uh, say that in the Pac-12, definitely. Yeah. They just... it Clemson... They always prove themselves in the big games, and there's nothing that has been shown yet to say that they won't do the same when it comes down to it. Yeah. So I definitely think Clemson should have been in that four spot, and especially now uh, we're seeing how this Penn State-Minnesota game is playing out. We'll have to see. Um, I agree in the fact that I'm not sure about uh, Penn State's jump over Clemson. Um, you'll see my picks later on what Penn State uh, would have been doing today against Minnesota. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, their wins are not they're not blowouts then i mean they're beating teams they're beating good teams but it's definitely not by margins that you would should expect from a number four team yeah i i definitely see uh how you think uh clemson should be the four spot i definitely see why they have them down as much as they do because i mean you look at that unc game that they almost lost there's been a lot of games where they kind of play down to their opponent but I don't think it's been enough where a team like Penn State, whose biggest win is really Michigan, to jump them like that. Um, I think that Al- that Alabama and LSU spot at two and three. I think that could have gone either way, really, because we've seen Alabama has beaten every team they've played so far pretty handedly, and uh, I honestly think that although LSU has shown more like. Uh, They've, they've scored more, they've uh, had a lot more firepower, they've been more, a little more talked about than Alabama. I still think that, in the same sense that Clemson, I de- think, definitely deserves a spot in the playoff now, so does Alabama. With uh, Tua coming back, they didn't really miss too much of a beat, even with him out for a couple games. So I think with Tua coming back, Alabama can definitely show why they deserve to be higher up in the college football rankings come next week. And uh, with Ohio State being up at number one, even though I am an Ohio <coughs> native with the bias of Ohio State, um, I do definitely see 
the statistics behind why they're number one, considering strength of schedule, points per game, points against, their defense is one of, if not the best defense in the nation. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think that they deserve the spot. I don't see why not. I saw something today. Ohio State was first in all defensive categories except rushing defense, wow. which they were fourth in. And so I just thought that was pretty – you know, they've been pretty consistent all year. Every team they've played, although they may have not played like an elite, really elite-level team yet, I think every team they've played they've beaten very handedly. Yeah, their biggest wins like Wisconsin. And even that, Wisconsin's struggling now a little after back-to-back losses. So, I mean – Ohio State will definitely get to prove themselves against tougher competition in the last couple weeks of the season against Penn State and uh, Michigan. So we'll see there. But as of right now, Ohio State, I believe, is the best team in the country. I'd I'd have to agree. I do wish – I kind of wish that uh, the LSU-Alabama game would have been a one versus two. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Ohio State is kind of playing at a point where you can't deny them. Yeah, and to – and to follow that up, they definitely individually, uh, Justin Fields is QBR's third best in the country. J.K. Dobbins, if he played uh, fourth quarters, I'm sure he would be <clears throat> one, two leading rusher in the nation, other than like Chuba Hubbard. But, um, and the receiving core is insane, obviously. Chris yeah. Lave, Benjamin. It's, I don't think that there's much that doubt. We have yeah. so much depth behind, even like we see Chase Young out for the. Out for we'll get. Games right we'll now. talk about that. Yeah. yeah. But we have like, I saw we have a five star coming in right behind him to fill in for him. Our defense. Hmm. We have so many NFL prospects all over the field. Yeah. I definitely think we are, as of right now, the most consistent team in the nation. So yeah, I I think I think those are really the two notable things coming out of the rankings. I mean, it's obviously early. Things can happen. Obviously, we have that LSU Alabama game, which will shake things up immensely. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the Heisman right now because I really think there's kind of three contenders right now for the Heisman. I think it's Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, and Chase Young, who has been in the news recently. He's mm-hmm. so Right now it's a four-game suspension for uh, accepting money for a move, even though he paid it back. And I just – I don't agree with it. I – I definitely think that as of right now with the rules in place, he Ohio State had to go out of their way to suspend Chase Young because if not, if the NCAA gets involved, they run the risk of them saying he was technically ineligible the entire season, whether that means all of his stats would just not count or we were just playing an ineligible player for eight games and then our wins would have to be forfeited. So I definitely think Ohio State had to step in and suspend him before the NCAA did, they self-reported the violation and everything. Chase Young came out with an apology. But the fact of the matter is, all he was really doing was paying for his girlfriend to fly to California to watch him play. And as a college student, not a lot of them have an abundance of money. So obviously taking a loan and then paying it back responsibly seems like you're covering all your ends, but uh, obviously... NCAA has an issue with that. Yeah, and, so. this, and this happened last year. Mm-hmm. This isn't even, like, this season. Yeah, but definitely by violating any of the policies, there should be some sort of punishment. But if you hire, or you um, if you hold them to the same standards as you do other players, they, they're not. Because last year, 2017, Kentucky had a player, uh, Denzel Ware, who took uh, $1,600 from an agent, not even uh, somebody that he knew before his recruitment. And they suspended him one game. But 
it seems to say that like uh, because Chase Young, he's going to make money next year because he's going to be the one, the two overall pick. Yeah, they're no big deal that he is going to make all that millions of dollars next year. So let's just hold him out this year. Yeah. I definitely think uh, I saw a report, something about Ohio State's going to appeal the suspension just uh, brought down in the NCAA four games this morning, and I think they can get it reduced to two games, which would uh, bring him back ready for the Penn State game, which is our next really big game. So I really don't think missing two games will hurt him much in any way, except it may bring him out of the Heisman talk like you were talking about earlier. For me, he was my number two. I thought... I thought nobody really came close to Joe Burrow this season, mm-hmm. both sto- uh, headline-wise and play, except Chase Young, and it's a real blow to his campaign. I definitely think Chase Young would have been there. I think there's no way he would have won it. You don't see a lot yeah. of defensive players even get invited to the Heisman ceremony often, so when you do, that's kind of like uh, an award in itself that you got yeah, invited. So I definitely think him going there. And especially Justin Fields could have went, could can still go too. Oh, definitely, so yeah. It just really depends. As of right now, though, I'll have to agree with you. Joe Burrow's definitely number one, just because the hype he's receiving, being so accurate, a good pocket passer, changing LSU's offense entirely from it used to just be ground and pound, and now they kind of like throw the ball a lot more than they used to, and it's uh, really showing up in the win loss category. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Following the suspension, I'm gonna say that Joe Burrow's the the favorite to win the Heisman, but um, Chase Young, he was just a statistical anomaly among defensive ends this year and over the decade. Definitely could be on pace to be one of the single season record holders in like anything. But um, if he would have kept up the pace that he had going, I definitely think that he should have been in the talks. Yeah, and I mean, even looking at his raw talent, I mean. Mm-hmm. You think of guys like Miles Garrett or like Von Miller, exactly. elite pass rushers from day one. I, I quick question about Joe Burrow's Heisman. Do you think uh, with a loss to Bama, do you think he's still the Heisman? Because I I think he's at the point where he's really taken the lead, where he could lose to Bama if he plays well. I agree. I think. It depends. If you see a game, just with a lot of things in college football, there's a lot of variables that go behind like certain out- the outcome of certain things. So like, if there's if it's a really close game and Joe Burrow shows out and LSU's defense couldn't stop Tua in Alabama and they end up losing, then I definitely think Joe Burrow can still hold himself at that number one spot. But if it turns out to be something like Alabama's defense dominates, Joe Burrow struggles, Tua shows off, has a big game, then I can definitely see Tua jumping Joe Burrow. So it really... A lot of the Heisman, like everything that's going on with it, depends on this LSU-Alabama game, just the play of both quarterbacks. And if they both play well, then I can see it just staying the same it is now. Yeah, definitely. We're going to get to the uh, our picks for the LSU-Alabama game, but first got to go uh, through some games. We're going to start with uh, Ohio State versus Maryland, best team in the country, Ohio State. I think we all have Ohio State. Mitch, Justin, and Andrew have Ohio State. I'm going with the Buckeyes. Um, I, although last year was a close scare, this year's a different team. I think Ohio State's on top big in this one. Ohio's definitely, or Ohio State's definitely a power school every single year, no doubt about it, but this year is definitely different. De- yeah, they feel no a lot different. Yeah, with they, they look like a national championship team. Mm-hmm. They, f- they feel like a, they look better than they ever did under Urban Meyer. I'll stand by that. I think the offense, I think we're a lot more willing to take big shots down the field than we ever were before. I think that Justin Fields is trusted and a lot more accurate than we had in, let's say, JT Barrett. Obviously, Dwayne Haskins was an anomaly. He was 
best quarterback in the country last year. But I definitely think that uh, our the offense we have now set in place is setting us up for so much success. Yeah, definitely. We're all going Buckeyes. Yep. Uh, next, uh, big probably the biggest <clears throat> game in the Big Ten today, uh, Penn State going to uh, Minnesota to play the undefeated Gophers. Um, Mitch, Justin, and Andrew are going the Nittany Lions. I I really like what Minnesota's been doing this year. I'm going to go with Minnesota. P.J. Fleck with that contract extension. He's going to play. He's going to coach motivated today. Yeah, definitely. The team's been killing it recently. They're hot. They're undefeated. They're just I uh, close game. I definitely think so, but uh, I think Minnesota takes it. Although before I was really reluctant to pick Minnesota in this one because they have had one of the weakest schedules in all of the power out of all of power five teams, especially in the Big Ten, they have yet to play a ranked team. Penn State is their first ranked team, but I definitely think, like you said, Anthony, with PJ Flex extension, they locked him up, made sure no one else would get him. Uh, he's going to come in. He's a great motivator. He's going to motivate the guys. I think Minnesota is going to pull off the upset. So we're split down the middle, Penn State to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, another. Pretty big Big Ten game. Iowa going to Wisconsin. Wisconsin's kind of in a skid right now. Um, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Badgers. Jonathan Taylor's just too good. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Iowa on this one. I think wow. Wisconsin's skid continues. I think whoever wins this game for sure is going to come out and play Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. I think whoever wins, either regardless, is still gonna lose to Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. Yeah. But I think Iowa comes out on top. Wisconsin, the skid continues. Jonathan Taylor doesn't have a good game. No doubt in my mind that Wisconsin absolutely blows out Iowa, considering that Wisconsin, although they got blown out by Ohio State, the number one team in the country, and they lost a very close one to an unranked team the week before, uh, yeah. they're coming back, no doubt about it, after this bye week. Um, in my opinion, they're a top-10 team. Uh Talent-wise, I'd agree. Yes. They just haven't been playing like I'd it. most certainly think that Jonathan Taylor goes off this week. Like, I would say I would say they're as good as Florida, and they're 10. So, yeah. Agreed. Definitely. Better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Mitch, Justin, and Andrew, they're all going the Badgers. So, Grant, you're the lone wolf on this one. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, up next, uh, Notre Dame versus Duke. The big storyline. Uh, Notre Dame, bad loss to Michigan. I, I don't want to be that guy, but I predicted it i'm i went five and oh last time just i had i had michigan winning that i just saw it coming but i think i think notre dame wins this game i don't really see duke competing with them that much i do want to say that duke in the past has been known to be that team that will throw three four losses in a row against bad teams and then they'll beat a ranked team but that's true i'm definitely going to go with notre dame and the fact that they're the better team in every way you know, I'm going with Notre Dame on this one, but Notre Dame is a team that I love to hate because <laughs> their their inconsistency against any team that is ranked in the top 25, it's just, it, it amazes me every week. The hype they get, not being in a conference, always having a weaker, they play a couple good teams every year in the beginning of the season that always end up falling off and becoming worse teams yeah. as the season goes on. Inconsistent quarterback play, Ian Book, he's, yeah. at this point, he's an average game manager in my opinion he yeah. can't really win a game for you um notre dame i think they win close they barely beat a virginia tech team last week that that's definitely true. not the best in the country at and they were home um i just when you think of notre dame you don't really think of anyone that pops off the page and can go out and like win a game for you and so unfortunately 
that's why Notre Dame is not really going to have much future in this season as far as making the playoff or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think since they went to that national title game in like 2012 or whatever it was, I feel like they're a lot like Texas mm-hmm. where they get a lot of hype. They and just cruise. They're the paper champs, and they, like you said, they play teams that kind of fall off towards mm-hmm. the beginning of the season, and they always have those like two really bad losses. So, yeah, I, I future doesn't look great for the Irish. Maybe maybe a coaching change. We'll yes. see. But uh, for now, I, we're all going the Irish. Mm-hmm. Mitch, Justin, and Andrew agree with us. Uh, up next, Iowa State <clears throat> versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma lost. Kansas State got them. I think Oklahoma's still now going to be one of the most slept-on teams in the country. Agreed. I mm-hmm. think every team, well, every great team, sometimes they know, has that one loss that ends up coming back to bite them. And uh, Oklahoma, Jalen Hurts is a stud. Before that loss, I think he was definitely in the in the lead for the Heisman talks. I think he is uh, really fitting in in that Lincoln Riley offense, and uh, I think Oklahoma is going to win this game pretty handedly. I think slept on is definitely an understatement. They're one of the best teams in the country, but uh, they it is not to mention they have a Big Twelve defense. They just gave up forty eight yeah. points to Kansas State. I mean, what can you say about that? Like, it, it's not something you want to hang your hat on. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I think, I think by the end of the season, they could really jump back into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like a team like Georgia could get back in over them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I think, I think they're really flying under the radar right now, at number nine, and we're all going Georgia on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm sorry, we're all going Oklahoma. <laughs> the next yes. game is Georgia versus uh, Missouri. Um, Georgia obviously uh, has that really bad loss to uh, South Carolina. I don't think – I mean, Jake Fromm hasn't looked that good this season. I'm still going to go Georgia on this. I, I trust them to get this done. I think Jake Fromm, Georgia, uh, they're DeAndre Swift, they're definitely going to get it done Swift. against Mizzou. Yeah. Um, Mizzou, before they lost – I don't exactly remember to who. Before they lost a couple weeks ago, they had one loss headed in to the Georgia game. It They lost they're, to a uh, bad team too. Oh, their, their quarterback is uh, what's Kelly it? Bryant. Kelly Bryant. Kelly Bryant yes. going into that game. They if they did not lose, they were this was going to be a bigger game because yeah. Missouri was able to knock off Georgia. That could lead their way to the SEC uh, championship game against Alabama. But at this point, they really have no chance. An upset here would definitely look good for them. But uh, nothing's going to bring them back into that SEC championship conversation at this point. Either way, I still think Georgia handles business. Yeah, uh, I definitely think DeAndre Swift uh, has been slightly underperforming this year, mm-hmm. what people thought. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to be up there with Etienne, J.K. Dobbins, you know, Jonathan Taylor. But, uh, yeah, I think they'll still take it. I mean, it's Missouri. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're all going Bulldogs on this one. Now, the next game's a little weird that we're picking. It's two fairly bad teams, Florida State versus Boston College. The reason I wanted to talk about this game was – there's a lot of rumors going on now that uh, Florida State has a head coaching vacancy. Uh, Deion Sanders' name has been put into the uh, head coaching ring. He, yeah. he does he does coach high school at a high level. People want it. LeBron wants it. I think that whole Deion Sanders situation, Florida State is at a point right now in their program, they cannot afford to swing and miss on a big-name coaching prospect candidate in fact the only reason Deion Sanders has the amount of hype he does unfortunately it's not because of the way he has coached that high school team I think it's because of his name yeah definitely obviously Florida State 
is battling to stay relevant right now. They've had several mediocre seasons in a row. They haven't really done anything of note since Jameis Winston was there. And since Jimbo Fisher left, yeah. Florida State needs right now a coach that can go out there and recruit, a coach that can go out there and fundamentally help you win games. They don't need Deion Sanders, who has only been coaching for a couple years at a high school level. This may sound weird. I think what you just explained is exactly what Deion Sanders could be. I agree. If if not anything, he's the re- he's gonna be a recruiter. Yeah, that, his name, his name, his, his name, his, his name's name gonna get will players. Bring in recruits. Exactly. Look, but, look at Penny Hardaway in Memphis. He has the number one recruiting this, this class in the true. nation. This is true. Exactly. The name, just knowing that Deion Sanders is your coach is going to bring in four stars, five stars. But that doesn't I, matter. I, the fact of the matter is, it, we don't know if Deion San- Deion Sanders has never proved himself at the collegiate level. I think if Deion Sanders went to a smaller program. Like a, Fair. A, a, a smaller Power Five school, like an a FAU. non-Power Five school, and showed that he could consistently have a two-loss seasons, one-loss seasons. Then I could definitely see him landing that big Power Five job and trying to bring a program back to relevance. But at this point, reaching from the high school to the collegiate level is something that I can, I can definitely see him being overwhelmed. Even though he is prime time, definitely. <laughs> but if they throw in some good coordinators, I definitely think that having the name yeah. will definitely yeah. make the team better. Yeah, I mean, I definitely with the coordinators, mm-hmm. you could kind of have the name of Dion, but have people working exactly. with him. They could be running the team. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't mean anything for this week. I have Boston College. I have Boston College in this one. Actually, no, I have FSU. I you have, you have, you have this the is Seminoles. a toss-up. These are two awful teams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if FSU wins, they're going to be 500 again. It's it's really it's nothing of note. Yeah, Justin's also going FSU. Uh, I have Boston College, you know, 50-50. <laughs> um, next game, staying in Florida, uh, Vanderbilt uh, is going to uh, play Florida. Uh, Florida, number 10 in the nation. They look pretty good with the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Florida gets it done. I think Florida in this one will beat pretty handedly Vander- a Vanderbilt team that has just over the past couple of years has not been able to really amount to anything they've always just been a team other sec teams play they're in conference yeah. it ends up being a win if the team is ranked and florida i think comes in handles business gets back on track yeah for me vanderbilt's just like aaron Rodgers' brother was their quarterback yeah. one time he's there yeah definitely got to point out that kyle trask stepped up and uh he led the team he yeah. he, he killed it out there i mean he was an underrated quarterback but the team as a whole overrated i think but vanderbilt definitely cannot cannot stand with them. i think the problem with florida before was with felipe franks before he got hurt he was immature always trying to do too much they bring in kyle trask a guy who's humble has been sitting behind felipe franks who is supposed to be a first round pick in the coming uh, upcoming years but obviously it's not going to amount to that just due to his play yeah i think kyle trask stepped up he's been able to lead this offense i think i think florida has is kind of in the same boat of auburn like, they're two lost teams right now, but I think they have decent futures mm-hmm. where they could be a real threat in the SEC. So, yeah, we all go in Florida? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Got to get through this game, then we get LSU-Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's Clemson-NC uh, State. <coughs> now, this year Clemson ha- has trouble with uh, North Carolina teams, obviously with the Tar Heels. Uh, Trevor Lawrence hasn't been playing amazing, but he's kind of bouncing back recently. Um, I think they're going to be motivated by that drop in the ranking. I think Dabo's a good oh, yeah. enough coach to get them ready for that, put that chip on their shoulder, and I've got them beating uh, NC State handily. 
All right, so here's my take on Trevor Lawrence. True freshman last year, comes in, heralded as the best quarterback in the nation, wins a national championship. He's in college. The kid goes out, doesn't work as hard as he needs to, Yeah. parties a lot. I mean, I don't know this for sure. It's just kind of <laughs> what I'm thinking. Parties a lot, doesn't focus as much, comes in, needs to pay attention more, realizes he needs some hard work. He's struggled this year. He's not played up to the standard that everyone expected him to be at. I think that's a lot of the reason why Clemson is not in the top four right now. I think it's really important that Dabo motivates that team as a whole to beat NC State pretty handedly today because if they do, that could really help them as we see this Penn State game progress, hop into that top four yeah, and uh, secure. I think everyone expects Clemson to win out. Clemson, yeah, by the, Clemson to make the playoff and Clemson to be able to prove themselves in the playoff. But I don't think Clemson will be able to move far in this playoff unless Trevor Lawrence steps up and plays the way they were, did last year. Absolutely. I, I definitely want to say that the Georgia game, I want to say that the Georgia game motivated Trevor Lawrence to uh, step it up. I mean, they only lost by a touchdown, but. What? <laughs> what are you talking about, Sutton? Was I wrong? Clemson has not lost yet this year. No, they're undefeated, but they really haven't played anyone. Yeah. Oh, they beat Georgia. No. No. Georgia lost. It's all right. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> but Trevor Lawrence did start the season off slow. Uh, and I think the Travis Entienne, I think he can step it up as well. Mistakes happen all the time on this show, <laughs> okay. trust me. It's, okay. it's fine. Um, I mean, I feel like I feel like even with the ranking, uh, we kind of know that Clemson's going to be in the playoff yes. because – LSU and Alabama, one's gonna knock the other off. I I think they should. I think the loser of that game, depending on how it goes, should probably stay in. But I doubt that's how it happens. I, yeah, that's 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 my sense on that. All right, the big game of the week, number two LSU at number three Alabama. What do you guys think? I think LSU has been hyped up all year. I think the hype is real. I think there's new offense they have with Ed Oregon coaching the defense or definitely taking control of the defense more than the offense. Yeah. I think they come in. Tua, we've seen Tua have these high ankle sprints before. He comes back. That offense is not the same as it is when Tua is fully healthy. Mm-hmm. They do not run as many rollouts to Tua's left. They can't make as many second-chance plays with those excellent wide receivers they have in Alabama. I think LSU's defense may not be as good as Alabama's, but – they come in, they control Alabama to the point that they can't really get into a shootout. LSU wins. Joe Burrow, uh, Heisman. But um, <laughs> Agreed. I definitely think that the LSU-Alabama game will be close. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But the, I think defense will definitely be, from both teams, will have to be pristine if they want to keep it close. I think it's yeah. going to be pretty cool. I don't think I think it's going to be more of a high-scoring game this year. LSU hmm. has not scored ten has scored ten points against Alabama in the past three years combined. Yes, wow. Uh-huh. I think LSU is going to come in and score thirty plus at least. Definitely, yeah. and that's why I say that the defense of either team, whichever one steps up, that's what's going to yeah. make the deciding factor because both offenses are most certainly going to both both go in LSU. I I love LSU. I've talked nothing but praise of LSU on this show, but I think it's an utter mistake. To bet against Nick Saban, <laughs> I I'm sorry. It, it, the game is in Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa. Uh, even with Tua's injury, I trust Nick Saban more than I do Ed Orgeron. Even though I do really like Ed Orgeron, but I like his voice. Uh, <laughs> I think I think Bama wins by like a field goal. I th- 
I have to pick. It's it's the New England Patriots factor. I can't bet against them. And the thing is, if Bama does win by a field goal, that all hope is not lost for LSU. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely. One loss, tight win. I mean, tight loss at Tuscaloosa. There's they could definitely even just stay into that playoff conversation. Yeah, but I, think, I do think. Oh. Sorry. No, no matter fine. how LSU wins today, there's no way they hop. If they win, there's no way they hop Ohio State at this point. Ohio, I think Ohio State's I think winning 48 to 0 at this point. If they, if they kill Alabama, I oh. think they jump them. Okay. It won't happen. But I think, I honestly, I think LSU's the better team. I would make an argument that they're the best team in the nation, but I feel like the situation favors Alabama more. Mm-hmm. I think the committee when they made the decision, were purely looking at statistics. They looked at the strength of schedule. They looked yeah, at their points. Definitely. But I think that there's no way if LSU beats Alabama by a margin that you can't put them over Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State's mm-hmm. playing Maryland. Yeah. And, and that really... doesn't mean it's a final ranking. It's just mm-hmm. week by week. Oh, so for sure. I would put yeah. I'd the put committee them seems high on the Big Ten and Ohio State as a whole, though, mm-hmm. so I really yeah. just don't see any way. I mean, Ohio State could jump them the week after, and LSU could jump back. I definitely, who knows. Yeah, definitely. So I'm the only one going Alabama. Mitch, Justin, and Andrew, they all had the Tigers. So did you. So we'll see we'll we'll check back in those next episodes see see who uh got the picks right got the picks wrong uh and do you have anything else to say about uh, college football before we move on to the nfl mm, i think we covered everything there i think chase young needs to be back by next week so do i i'm i'm really interested to see how how they play without him it's, especially if it's a four game suspension and they have to play penn state yeah i'm really interested in that that okay. i think we're seeing today if Ohio State was going to struggle like we all thought they were going to beat Maryland but if they were going to struggle maybe Maryland puts up a couple points in the first half they have yet to do that is if you guys are listening now we're at the point of this recording it is 48 to 0 at half yeah Maryland is getting mopped the loss of Chase Young definitely it I would not say that there's a hole in the defense by it but I, I mean it's obviously they're taking a loss by it but I don't think that there's a hole no yeah. I also another thing about this uh, Maryland game I find interesting about how we're killing that, how Ohio State's killing Maryland right now. I think that's the difference between Ryan Day and mm-hmm. Justin Fields and Urban Meyer and Dwayne Haskins, <clears throat> who I never particularly liked. I never I'm not a big Haskins guy nor an Urban guy. So yeah, I'm I'm glad that's happening. Mm-hmm. So we said everything we uh, wanted to about college football. Let's move on to the Brown the Browns in the NFL. Now, a um, few weeks ago, I called. I had to call a Brown State of the Union because things were so bad in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Things were not going well. And since then, we have not won a single game. I think it's time for a mini State of the Union. What is up with the Browns? You know, this one's a tough one for me because I think the Browns hit the panic button throughout history hit the panic button way too soon. I think we obviously have a lot of talent on paper. It's about getting it to mesh, about getting having the team to have discipline, not all the penalties. Freddie Kitchens, obviously at this point it's clear he is in over his head. Yeah. Can he get back and become a good coach still? I think that that is a possibility. Each week does that possibility go down for me? Yes. But I think firing him midseason is not the right move. I think it... Brings a lot of pressure. Baker Mayfield, we all want to see Baker succeed. I think Baker definitely has the potential to succeed, way more potential than Freddie Kitchens. We see flashes out of Baker every week. Firing 
Freddie Kitchens in the middle of the season, another midseason firing for Baker will not help him. I think he needs to keep on track with this Freddie Kitchens offense, see where it takes us by the end of the year, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big Browns fan, but uh, I definitely don't uh, ever foresee firing a coach in the middle of the season because that definitely will kill a team's confidence. Uh, and I think play calling and confidence are two things that the Browns really need right now. I'm usually, I mean, I, I'm usually for firing a coach midseason if it makes sense. I thought the Hugh Jackson firing made oh, sense. Yeah. Oh, oh, different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like doing it back to back, I feel like that's a bad move. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I agree with you on the panic button. But I feel like after the game in Denver, I feel like it's fair to hit the panic button. We were supposed to win that game. We were supposed to easily win that we game. Were, that was supposed we're, to be the game that got us back on track. Brandon Allen never thrown a pass in his career, torched us. Whitehead gets cut because oh. he threatened a fan. It just You can tell tensions are obviously high in the team. If Even yeah. if Whitehead is a separate incident, no one else on the team did something like that. For you to be that angry after a game, tensions were high on the yeah, team. And they I probably wouldn't want to be in that are. locker room. Yeah. Speaking of uh, tensions for the Browns, uh, there's been a lot of talk about um, the Browns not giving Odell Beckham the ball as much as they should. That fourth down in Denver, he was decently open, probably should have gotten the ball there. Um, if things go bad, I mean, there's a lot of reports. If things go bad up, up until next season, do you think there's a possibility we could trade Odell? At this point, I'm honestly surprised Odell has not come out and made like some public antic scene about not getting the ball enough, about his stats not being good, about the team not winning. At this point, he's been pretty like I think he wants mellow. to be here. He's been pretty mellow. He, I think Jarvis Land having Jarvis Landry there's helping him stay that way. I mean, we've seen a couple like sideline little mm-hmm. like him. You can see he's frustrated, but like. Compared to what he was with the Giants, every week, every press conference was a spectacle. Every, I think, I don't think trading Odell is the move right now at all. I think Odell can hang around. I don't think Odell is, he's not at the end of his career. He's not thinking at this point, if I don't win now, I'm never going to win. Yeah. I agree with Anthony in the fact that I think he wants to be here. Without that, you would have, he would have made a scene. He made a scene in New York. He made several scenes in New York. I mean... Come on, it's Odell Beckham. Yeah, there's clear frustration from Odell. Like in the Denver game, uh, you can hear him on the sideline saying, like, I should, I'm should, i not getting the ball. But in New York, it that became a show mm-hmm. in he, interviews. Definitely. Yeah, outside and the game. I, I really think because of Jarvis Landry, he wants to be here. Mm-hmm. He signed the extension. I feel like we need to be patient with him, even, even though we would get a lot of good stuff from him. But that would him. put us back into that rebuilding stage Absolutely. where we're really trying to climb out of right now. And I think we have the talent to do so. It's just about getting everything to line up at yeah, this point. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anything else you want to say about the Browns? I think they should be playing Richard Higgins more. Oh, what? Just, what's the deal with that? Why isn't he playing? That was Baker Mayfield's go-to target last year. I don't know. And Nick Chubb needs to be on the field during crucial plays. Oh, yeah. Nick Good. Chubb is My our goodness. best offensive player at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep. From what I have watched, Nick Chubb definitely top five running back. As far as Baker goes, I think that we should definitely see some improved play from him. I think that will come. I think a lot of variables have like played into him not playing as well this year. He has seven touchdowns, twelve interceptions, seventy-one point three QBR rating. He's like he's struggling massively, and I honestly think he has not been getting crushed for it like other quarterbacks would. Yeah, like Darnold. Darnold, I think Darnold recently has been playing much worse than Baker. Baker's game against Denver was a 
improvement? He threw the ball 41 times. I don't care who you are, but unless you're an elite quarterback, which I don't think Baker is, you should not be throwing the ball 41 times, especially when we have a running back like Nick Chubb, capable of being the workhorse. And then I think with Kareem Hunt coming back this week, that's true. we should not ever see Baker throwing the ball more than like 35 times in a game, especially because it's not like we were down by massive margins in that Denver game. Yeah. So There's a reason we picked Nick Chubb with like the 33rd pick in the draft yeah. and not we didn't pick a lineman. Mm-hmm. We need to run the ball more. We need to use our talent. Yeah. I mean, my biggest takeaway is that Kitchens apparently does not like Higgins, and he loves Deron Hilliard. Yes. I. For some reason, I think Rashard Higgins, I, I'm pretty shocked he isn't He's Baker, Baker's number one. Yeah. And I think, I mean, obviously with, like, Njoku's injury, uh, Baker's kind of had to um, learn new wide receivers fairly quickly and obviously it hasn't been going very smoothly mm-hmm. so uh just give it time i guess got a really easy schedule yeah i think if we if we beat the buffalo bills i think we're going to be back being talked about as what is happening with the browns because we beat these teams like the ravens we go out beat the bills i mean we're so inconsistent yeah it's... yeah any any final words no. All right, we'll get we'll get into the our game picks for the NFL. Let's start with the Battle of New York, the Giants at the Jets. Um, Mitch, Justin, and Andrew, they're all going with the Giants. I'm going with the Giants, too. I think Sam Darnold, ever since he was caught saying he's seeing ghosts, I think he's <laughs> still been seeing ghosts. I think that Patriots defense really did a number on him. I think Daniel Jones, we unfairly crushed him once he got drafted, and I think he has been playing decent and he's been been doing enough to obviously Saquon Barkley coming in he's a stud yeah they I definitely think they have enough to beat the sorry very sorry New York Jets yeah I think Daniel Jones probably this year has been like the second best rookie quarterback I put Minshew ahead of him and yeah I think I think it's more about the Jets being bad than the Giants being good Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go the Giants uh, definitely going to go to the Giants, considering that the New York Jets lost to the Miami Dolphins, a completely rebuilding first-year team uh, <laughs> with two quarterbacks. Um, I really don't see any doubt as to how the Giants would lose, unless Sam Darnold do th- uh, goes off and doesn't throw four interceptions. <clears throat> doesn't see ghosts. Doesn't see ghosts. It's um, funny. The, the Jets only win. It's against the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. It's a decent win. It yeah. doesn't make much Who sense. Knows? All right, we're all, we're all going to the Giants here. Up next, the lowly Atlanta Falcons taking on Drew Brees and the Saints, who they look really good. You know, it's funny. We talked about Sam Darnold being messed up from the Patriots. I, the Falcons haven't been the same since they blew that 28-3 to <laughs> lead against the they Patriots. They even traded Mohamed Sanuda, the Patriots. They, Matt Ryan is without talent around him. He doesn't have the capability to be elite like he was in that Super Bowl season. I think he's an average quarterback at this point in his career. And this is more about the Saints just being – they Teddy Bridgewater filled in for Drew Brees. They didn't miss a beat. Drew Brees being back, they're obviously exponentially better with him. Behind center, I think they come and beat the Atlanta Falcons pretty handedly. I think yeah. the two teams switched roles about uh, midway through the season. The Saints definitely uh, stepped it up past five, six games. They uh, on a bit of a streak, yeah. to say the least. Uh, the Falcons not playing their best uh, football right now. I mean, what can you say? Julio Jones is not getting the ball as much as he usually does. Yeah. Matt the- Ryan is not 
the run game's been bad for them too. Oh, yeah. Devontae Devontae Freeman, Freeman. Mm-hmm. not good. What's he doing? Uh, Michael Thomas for the receiving core. I mean, what do you do? Drew Brees is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. And then Alvin Kamara. I mean, he's playing like there's no, there was no injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So we're all going the Saints here. Not really yep. surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next. Uh, Kansas City versus Tennessee. It's now a big game. Patrick Mahomes <coughs> is making his return from injury. Uh, I've seen almost nothing from the Titans outside of Week One, where they were they look like a very good football team. I'm gonna go Kansas City. Uh, what did they say? Did the, is Mahomes limited this week? Snaps? I don't think so. He no. would. I think he would have been limited if he came back last week. Yeah. He was talking about coming back last okay. week. I think he's gonna be 100. percent yeah, because he was doing full practices yeah. and everything. Yeah, I definitely think Kansas City takes this one. I mean, um, Cincinnati is uh bottom three team in the league. They're just down there with the Dolphins and the Jets. They have nobody right now. I mean, yeah. Andy Dalton benched. <laughs> That's when it's bad. Yeah. I think this game is more about how Patrick Mahomes comes back, you know, the spectacle around him, mm-hmm. how he plays. I think the Chiefs would have beat the Titans whether they had – Patrick Mahomes or Matt Moore starting at quarterback here. It's going to be a blowout. I definitely want to say it's a tune-up for Patrick Mahomes. Like, this is the perfect game for him to come back. I mean, just get ready. Like, confidence booster. Yeah. The Titans have a good defense. I'll give them that. But uh, uh, you're not going to win against Patrick Mahomes (laughs) with Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Uh, Up next, we got uh, Baltimore coming off that huge win against New England. They looked very good. And they're playing uh, Cincinnati uh, uh, winless. I'm going Baltimore. Uh, I'm going Baltimore. Uh, the Ravens, they beat the Patriots, obviously. Lamar Jackson's hot. Yeah. Run game. Who thought Who thought that Lamar Jackson's run first? Eh, not run first, but uh, his quarterback abilities were going to succeed in the NFL. I mean, the, come on. Yeah, I th- uh, just building off what someone was going to say, I don't really think anyone thought when Lamar Jackson got drafted uh-huh. he's this, that you're going to be able to build a team around this him quickly. and go win games mm-hmm. like they are like against big exactly. teams. Lamar – Although division rivals, you got to give Lamar Jackson credit. He is yeah. a superstar. Even though if that means he's running the football better than he's throwing the football, he's still a star. I mean, it's early. He's making he's guys young. look silly. Yeah. yeah. Where do you think he is on the uh, MVP? I think he is not going to win MVP. I think he's can win most improved player. I don't think they do have an award for that. Yeah. Most improved player, Lamar Jackson continues making strides, passing the ball. I think the Ravens have the capability of going far this year. I think um, – I wouldn't call him the MVP. I think there's one clear MVP Russell so far. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'll get, we'll get to him. But, yeah, Baltimore's playing better than ever. We're all going the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Up next, Buffalo at Cleveland. Uh, this is more about the Bills. I really haven't seen anything I like from them. To be fair, I haven't seen anything from the Browns I like. But – it's at it's in Cleveland. I trust I trust the Browns talent more than I do the Bills. I'll go the Browns. I am going to be completely honest with you. This is the most biased pick of my <laughs> life. The Buffalo Bills are six and two, the Browns are two and six. The Browns have looked like dead animals the past couple of games. They can't get really much going and they blow a lot of games. So I am gonna go with the Browns though. We are at home, just like Anthony said. I think we can pull through in the cold temperatures and uh Hand the ball off to Nick Chubb enough, we win the game. And pretty unbiased opinion from a non-Browns fan. I'm gonna say that Buffalo wins this one. <laughs> I mean, two and six, six and two. Uh, I mean, the Bills aren't—they're not crushing teams by any means, but uh, they're winning their games. I, I want to say that they're good. My biggest problem with the Bills is that if you look at their wins, 
all of them are it's the Jets and the Dolphins and uh the Titans and one more team the Bengals the Bengals mm-hmm. and when they play real team when they played the Eagles they got killed yeah and they who else have they played Patriots they lost by yeah. a touchdown mm-hmm. I I just don't really see it I don't think Josh Allen's all that good Josh Allen is one of those guys who like I feel like quarterbacks there's a lot of game managers there's lower level game managers upper level game managers Josh Allen can be an upper level game manager mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, he's I feel a like game I, manager with a rocket arm yeah. it makes no sense I definitely sense. think that he has uh, he has games where he can go off yeah yeah but they're few and far between from what oh, I've seen so uh, we're all going the Browns except Sutton mm-hmm. lone wolf here mm-hmm. you're probably going to be right um up next uh Arizona. Arizona's kind of surprised me. They looked pretty good against uh, San Francisco mm-hmm. on Thursday night football. And they're playing the uh, Buccaneers, who cannot catch a break. That game against Seattle, they I, put up uh, – how many points did they put up? They put up like 40 points and lost. Yeah. yeah. I think the Buccaneers I, – I have the Buccaneers in this one. The, with that Bruce Arians offense, I think Jameis Winston has – been better than a lot of people expected. He's definitely putting up like big numbers. The turnovers are. He's still had lows. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's had his highs. He's had his lows. I think this offense is focused much more on passing the ball, which inflates Jameis Winston's numbers a little. But still, I got the Buccaneers in this one. I think Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals got to give it a couple years. I still think they are not. They're not ready to make that next step this year. I agree, Kyler. You're. East- Kyler Murray is still young. Uh, he's definitely on an upslope the past few games. He's been uh, much better than the beginning of the season, to say the least. Uh, but Jameis Winston, as long as he can limit his turnovers this week, as long as he doesn't throw for four interceptions, I definitely think that he has a good week and they win. Uh, from what I've seen <coughs> of the Cardinals, I actually really like what they're doing. I'm quite surprised with Cliff Kingsbury, how they yeah. won uh, four or three games. I forget what it is. I think it might be four. I... I'm going to go Cardinals here, and uh, Justin's also going the Cardinals, but everyone's going Tampa. I just, I really like what I've seen from Kyler Murray, especially recently against big teams. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going, going Cardinals. Uh, up next, um, Detroit versus Chicago. Um, Chicago's three and five. Many had them as a Super Bowl pick. It's not looking good for them. <clears throat> I think that defense in Chicago was expected to carry the team. With all Mitch Trubisky had mm-hmm. to do was be a game manager. Like we've said that we've said that term a lot today, but he has not even been able to do that. Yeah. It looks like he can't throw the ball more than five yards. He looks scared in the pocket. The Bears defense still looks great though. Yeah, I got the Lions in this one. I think the Lions are one of those average teams kind of like could sneak in the playoffs also could just barely miss the playoffs i agree i yeah. think the bears skid continues and the lions win although chicago's defense was expected to carry and i definitely think that that's a true statement i don't think detroit keeps up i definitely think that khalil mack and their defense will overpower the detroit offense yeah i think i think the biggest uh the biggest aspect of this game is that it's in chicago and I, I I feel bad uh, betting on Mitchell Trubisky. He's been so bad. Did you did you know he was the highest voted like highest betted person for MVP? Oh yeah, he is right next to the him. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, uh, no way. Him and Baker are both the farthest things. Him and, him and Baker. It. I think <laughs> him and I think him and Baker were one and two, and the Bears were the most betted on team to win the Super that Bowl. Defense. The Browns were the second. Wow. Oh, might as well throw Ryan Fitzpatrick in there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go Chicago uh reluctantly. Me as well. 
And uh, Grant's the only one going Detroit on this one. Yep. Uh, up next, this is interesting now with recent news. Uh, Miami versus Indianapolis. Jacoby Brissett is out. Brian Hoyer is in. Me, I am well aware of Brian Hoyer. I've experienced him in Cleveland. I don't like what I've seen. <laughs> But I'm going to have to go Indianapolis. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is why I have Miami in this game. Back-to-back wins. I like the pick. Hey, did they win no. last week? One win. First win of the year. They're going to come out. One game win streak. They are going to beat <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts with the absence of Jacoby Brissett. This is a hot take pick, but I believe the Miami Dolphins motivated. All those guys are fighting for a spot on really, any team. Oh, yeah. They're going to pull it off. I did make this pick after seeing that Jacoby Brissett was out. But I think that maybe after our last win, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, gets that quarterback rating up a little bit. Um, I think he steps up. Uh, I don't know how truthful this will stay, but uh, yeah, hopefully uh, Brian Hoyer chokes. I, I really wish I went with Miami, but the thing is their only win is against the New York <laughs> Jets, who are probably are a worse team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to go. Because, I mean, Indianapolis has looked good with Jacoby Brissett, but they're still a pretty talented team. They mm-hmm. went into Kansas City and oh, beat definitely. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I'm going to have to go with Indianapolis, even though Brian Hoyer is their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you guys are the only ones going the Dolphins on this one. With biasy. <laughs> uh, up bias. next, we got a Carolina versus Green Bay. <coughs> Kyle Allen's going to Lambeau. Uh, I think Green Bay wins. I think Green Bay's look really good besides last week to the Chargers. I uh, think that last week's uh, Chargers game was uh, definitely a downfall. Not not a downfall, but um, a stunt in the road. I think that the Packers, I don't think that they can step up. The Carolinas look real good uh, with Christian McCaffrey being one of them. Probably the best running back in the league. Definitely. Um, yeah. I don't think there's doubt about that. If he if he plays to his normal standards, I think that they, I don't. I honestly think that they could blow out Green Bay. I think wow. Green Bay has has those games. That's true. They do. I mean, yeah. the Chargers did not look great this year, by any means. Yeah. I think the yeah Packers, they lost the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Packers are gonna pull this one off. I think Christian McCaffrey has big games regardless. I think he's gonna have a big game tomorrow and I still think the Packers are going to win just solely off the fact they have Aaron Rodgers I think their coaching situation moving on from Mike McCarthy was probably the best thing they could have ever done Matt LaFerce looked good I think the Packers are going to win a close one at yeah. Lambeau I think Aaron Jones will kind of negate McCaffrey mm-hmm. to an extent where Green Bay can take advantage with Rodgers so <laughs> Sutton you're the only one going the Panthers on this one mm-hmm. um, up next um the L.A. Rams headed to Pittsburgh to take Mason Rudolph and the Steelers. I'm going to go the Rams. The Rams really haven't impressed me this year, but uh, I don't trust Mason Rudolph at all. So, Rams. Um, me as well. Pittsburgh's hot right now. What, three-game win streak? Yeah. They're four and four, correct? Yeah, they beat the Colts, the Dolphins, and another team. Yeah. Um. I, still, though, Mason Rudolph, I mean, I, I – like he said, I don't trust him at all. I think the Rams, I think they're a top 10 team in the league, I I, I want to say. Yeah, talent-wise, they're probably number <clears throat> yes, one with Jalen Ramsey. Definitely. If they can pick it up, I mean, if they can get, hit the same stride that they did last year, uh, I think by any means that they beat Pittsburgh. The Steelers beat the Chargers, then the Dolphins, then the Colts. Okay. Yeah. I have the Steelers in this one. Wow. I think this Mason Rudolph 
Post-concussion, Mason Rudolph has been a better version of Mason Rudolph, and I think they're going to come in and I think it's going to be a close one. It's a low-scoring game, and I think they're going to win. I don't think that's super bold. I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to a Pittsburgh pick right there. Especially because it's in Pittsburgh. That's mm-hmm. a fa- that's a fair oh, pick. Definitely. definitely. Uh, up next, we have uh, Sunday Night Football. This is a really interesting game. Uh, Minnesota versus Dallas in Dallas. Um, I'm going to go Minnesota. I really like what I've seen. Adam Thielen's out, but... I really like the balance attack they've had this year. Kirk Cousins has really impressed me. Stephon Diggs is playing better than ever. Dalvin Cook, I mean, maybe the second best running back this year. Really Mm -hmm. good. I think Dalvin Cook is definitely, uh, if if he keeps to his pace, they'll they'll have a good game. But um, I think it really depends on how Kirk Cousins plays. Uh, He started the season not not great. A lot of interceptions, but um, recently he's definitely picked it up. His passing with Stefan Diggs his connections is a lot better than it was yeah um I still have the Cowboys in this one I think Dak Prescott Ezekiel Elliott they're they have their inconsistent games but they're gonna go out and handle business I think Amari Cooper that connection with Dak Prescott's been pretty good this year if they if Zeke has a good game the Cowboys have a good game got the Cowboys Mitch Justin and Andrew are going with you with Dallas I I'm going Minnesota, so Sutton. I like Minnesota. Uh, the final game. This is rare you see this on Monday Night Football. This is game of the week. Yeah. This could be one of the games of the year. Mm-hmm. Seattle, San Francisco. San Francisco, still undefeated. And you have my MVP, I think your MVP as well, Russell Wilson, going into uh, Santa Clara to face Jimmy Garoppolo. I have Seattle. I Russell Wilson <coughs> has looked amazing this year and the 49ers game against the Cardinals kind of casted doubt that of their real talent I think mm-hmm. I think the Seahawks hand the Niners their first loss I still have the Niners in this one I think the Niners are overall a better team I think the Seahawks definitely have the better quarterback with Russell Wilson he's been playing amazing this year but I do believe that the Niners will come in. They're going to work their offense. They have that three running back set that they they, uh, they Brita ro- Coleman and uh, they rotate yeah. the three guys. Yeah. I Brita. think they're all going to have good games. I think they're going to be able to get into their offense. And it's another close one. I think definitely game of the week. But yeah. Niners stand defeated, prove themselves to the rest of the league once again. Um, I definitely think that the Niners are due for a loss to say it, but uh, they've looked really good. Yeah, they they haven't really they haven't really slowed down. But um, Russell Wilson, she's just uh, my MVP by a lot. He twenty five hundred yards, twenty two touchdowns in nine games. He's twenty two touchdowns. Twenty two touchdowns passing. Oh my um, goodness! I don't know what to say. I don't think that he slows down either. I I think that uh, they take this one. Yeah, even when his defense isn't playing well against the uh, like a, in the Tampa game. He really made mm-hmm. up for that in that yeah, big yeah, yeah. big overtime win. Definitely. DK Metcalf looks. Really good. Mm-hmm. Rookie of the year? Maybe. <laughs> him or, I, Josh Jacobs has looked really good. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'd yeah. probably go him or DK Metcalf's mm-hmm. up there. So Sutton and I, just like the uh, Sunday night football, we're the only ones going to Seattle on mm-hmm. this one. Um, and that wraps up all the games. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say about the NFL? Um, I think we covered it. Sutton? Uh, go Fins. Uh, they're not. They're not <laughs> playing this week. I don't believe. No, they are not. Uh, Jacksonville um, starting Nick Foles over Gardner Minshew. What do you guys think? Think about that? <clears throat> I think Nick Foles got paid big money. Gardner Minshew has been 
Yeah, he's been talked about a lot, but he's definitely not some like guy worthy of having Nick Foles. Nick Foles is going to come and replace him. We'll see how Nick Foles does if he doesn't do well. They know they have Gardner Minshew there. I yeah. think mentioning Foles' contract is definitely uh, that they're with putting Minshew in. They're thinking they're wasting Foles, and I don't mm-hmm. think that that's the case in any way. I think it's a, I think it's a low risk move because. If Foles plays well or if he plays bad, you can just trade him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. Denver needs a quarterback, and I mean, if he plays well, you have Gardner Minshew as a hot commodity, or you can just keep him under the wing, mm-hmm. and then he'd be like twenty six and be the franchise quarterback then. Yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> he is a stud. Yeah, he's looked good. I mean, he might be even though he was benched, he's gonna be a contender for rookie of the year. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there hasn't been a lot of good rookie quarterbacks this year. So, is that all you guys want to say? Yeah, you know I, mean? I think we're good. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we went over uh, the college football playoff rankings. Uh, we talked about uh, Heisman. We picked our college games. Then we went into the NFL. We talked about the Browns, and we picked our games. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, currently, I want to – before I before we go, I want to give the rankings. I'm currently leading in college. I have uh, five points uh, to Mitch's three, Justin's four, and Andrew's four. And then – I am also leading in the NFL. This is not a surprise. Uh, I'm winning by... uh, I have 18 points. Justin has 17. Andrew has 16. And Mitch has 15. So we'll see how uh, this plays in. Uh, I'll count yours as well as the guest picks. Um, It's an honor having you guys on. Thank you for having having us. us. Yep, definitely. Thanks for for tuning in. And uh, watch out on Tuesday. I'll be releasing an extra episode that I recorded like two hours before this. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having us.